When did George McIntyre know that he was going to be a Tennessee volunteer? And what does a Tennessee volunteer mean to George McIntyre? We're going to hear from, we're going to hear comments from George McIntyre, Tennessee's 2025 quarterback commits, all that and more, plus a player interview coming up today on a Friday Lockdown Balls. You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A good Friday morning, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Balls. I'm Eric Kane. We're so happy to have you guys here today, beginning your weekend with us here on uh, on Locked On Balls. It's Friday. Yeah, we might have work a little bit. We know after lunch on a Friday, ain't nothing getting done. But I appreciate you guys making Locked On Balls your first listen each and every day. We're a part of Locked On Podcast Network. Hashtag everydayers. Can't thank you enough. Uh, today's show, it's going to be a whole lot of other people and not as much me, so you're welcome for that. Um, I, I teased it earlier in the week. Uh, our buddies over at Josh Swain, Josh and or Josh Swain, Josh Ward, Jason Swain, Josh and Swain on 991 the Sports Animal. You can tell it's Friday, right? Uh, Charles Power, the on three director of recruiting and scouting, came on and uh, spoke about George McIntyre earlier in the week. We're going to hear those comments in segment two. George McIntyre himself uh, joined Josh and Swain on Thursday, and we're going to play part of that interview here in segment number one. So ripping off a whole lot of Josh and Swain today, but uh, do do have permission to do that. And of course, for the expanded, complete interviews of both George McIntyre and Charles uh, Power, you can go uh, to... Uh, check it out on the uh, 99.1 The Sports Animal, the, the podcast, and, and check out the full interviews there. But coming up in segment number three, Dane Davis is going to join the show. Tennessee offensive lineman breaking down uh, why he wanted to come back and what are the, his expectations and Tennessee's expectations for the 2024 season. That in segment number three, looking forward to that conversation. So without further ado, let's hear from George McIntyre. He joined Josh and Swain again on Thursday, and, and, and they asked him a bunch of different things on – you know, why he wants to be a Tennessee volunteer, when he knew, um, you know, how, how he's being used as a recruiter. Some really, really good stuff. A really stand-up young man and, and said all the right things here. Uh, let's give that a listen. This is George McIntyre on Thursdays, uh, Josh and Swain over on 99.1, the sports animal. So Tennessee's always kind of been at the top. They started recruiting me pretty early, and, you know, I've always really liked them. But uh, probably, like, Two months ago, three months ago, I was at the Georgia game. Um, I, it's funny because uh, they lost, they didn't play very well that game, but yeah, I just really liked the environment and you know, kind of clicked that that weekend. And ever since then, I've been waiting to announce that I'm going to be a ball. Why was it so important to try to be as objective as you could to look at other schools, consider all the options? You had a ton of options, can go pretty much anywhere, right? Knowing how you feel about Tennessee, but to make sure you consider the other options to make sure. Why was that so important to you? Yeah, I think my parents were definitely very supportive on, you know, wanting to get out. And, you know, if, if I told them a place I wanted to visit, they usually were kind of hopped on board and, um, you know, um, just kind of be able to compare everything. But, you know, I still couldn't find anywhere better in Tennessee, and I'm glad I, glad I made the decision. Why did the offense, and uh, obviously you want to go somewhere where you can be developed and have opportunity to play at the next level, but what stood out to you about Tennessee's offense that makes you want to play in it? Yes, sir. It's very quarterback-centric. Um, they run the ball really well, which I think uh, helps out the passing game a lot. Uh, they get their playmakers in space, and they like to stretch the ball vertically, which I do as well. So I think it's a really good fit. What about your recruiting skills, uh, George? 
Uh, how would you grade your recruiting skills? Because now that you are uh, committed and you're going to be here for the next, you know, three, four, five years, you want to play with really good players around you because that makes your job easy. What about those recruiting skills, man? Uh, I got to put them to use. I've uh, <laughs> been recruited for a while, so hopefully I, I uh, learned some little tactics. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to bring in a ton of big-time talent and make this class one of the best in the country. Yeah, how involved are you with uh, with Josh Heupel and talking to him and Joey Halsley and, and guys that they might be after? I mean, you know some of the, the top players already who are going to be on their board, but how much do you kind of communicate with them about how much you want to help and what their recruiting efforts are? Quite a bit. We've got a couple different group chats uh, with between recruiting coordinators, like position coaches, and then Coach Heupel as well. And, uh, you know, just top guys, you know, they can kind of use me as a vessel of, you know, kind of when guys want to visit and, you know, how they when they want to, uh, take their OVs and stuff like that. So I'm definitely going to try to meet uh, a lot of the top recruits, kind of try to meet them up there, kind of plan it out. We're on the same visit, maybe same OV, stuff like that. George McIntyre is with us, 2025 quarterback commit for Tennessee from Brentwood Academy. Uh, can you take us behind the scenes on the video that you shared at the announcement at your school and then you shared it on social media? It's been a big hit. How did that come together? Uh, you're narrating kind of your message to, I think, Tennessee fans and Big Orange Nation. How did that kind of come together what's the reaction been like the last few days yes sir me and my family knew we uh kind of want to do something uh i wouldn't i wouldn't say uh like special but definitely different from uh, you know a lot of other recruits how they post theirs um you know that video i think it kind of shows how much uh being a volunteer is going to mean to me and be able to do it in my home state and you know i think the the video crew did a really good job what's the part of your game that you are the most proud of uh george um, I think athletically, just my touch on the football, uh, being able to layer it. How much has playing different sports, you feel like, helped you become the quarterback that you are right now and how it's going to help you become a really good quarterback at, at the next level? We saw your basketball skills, George. Mm-hmm. We saw you, man, balling. Uh, yes, sir. I think it's definitely helped a ton. Uh, basketball is my first love, and I think one way it translates over to football is uh, reading leverage. Uh, like, as for me, like, if you want to be a guy in an ISO situation, you're going to have to read where he's going and go where he's not, really, if you want to simplify it that much. And uh, be able to uh, read a DB's leverage and, you know, kind of see where his hips are going and where the receiver's going and where to put the ball based on looking at that is uh, definitely a, a skill that um, a quarterback really needs to have. So playing basketball has helped me out with that for sure. George McIntyre is with us. Have you already gotten some coaching in terms of, hey, here's some feedback from Josh Heupel or Joey Halsley, maybe anybody else on Tennessee staff of obviously what they like about your game, but also how you can grow and develop your game between now and when you get to Knoxville? Yes, sir. In the summers when I'm on campus, the rules are actually to where you can you can throw in front of them. So uh, we'll have like workouts with them where, you know, they've already actually helped me with stuff even long before I was committed and, you know, kind of going from that and, um being able to like them show me exactly like how to change stuff, how to fix, tweak little things. And, you know, the way they do it in their system, they have like a slideshow with what they helped Hendon with, what they helped Joe with, what they're helping Nico with right now. And then also like what they would uh, want to help me with is, um, you know, it just shows their development and, uh, you know, they, they're really good coaches and stuff like that. The 22 Alabama game, that that's a huge game for Tennessee football, for fans. What, what did that game mean to you, seeing that game, um, the connection, the, the celebration after? What, what did that game mean to you and partially maybe your recruitment as well? Yeah, that's the best game I've ever been to. Um, it was crazy. You know, it definitely uh, flexed their offense, you know, how well, it, it, when it's executed right with the right guys, how well it can run and, you know, the Bama at that point was a standard and showing that they could meet the standard with with uh, 
just what they've got. You know, they they really won that game off again. They're um, their playmakers, the ball in space, and, you know, Hendon had a great game. But, you know, that, that really showed me how uh, a good quarterback can really lead Tennessee to, to, to big things. Good stuff there from George McIntyre, Tennessee's 2025 quarterback commit. There's about five or six more minutes of that interview. Uh, go check out the podcast section over at Josh and Swain, 991thesportsanimal.com. Uh, really, really cool stuff, and I wanted to kind of bring that to the show. Um, talking about leverage on the basketball courts and how that that um, you know applies to the football field and how you know he was drawn to Tennessee's offense because they run the ball so well helps out you know guys getting open down the field all that and more being talked about as a a vessel being used in recruiting um, and, and that he pretty much knew that he was going to be a Tennessee volunteer after that Georgia loss in November and I remember that you know we Falkwest caught up with him after the game and. He pretty much said then, he didn't say he was Tennessee, but he was like, yeah, I'm pretty much done taking on my visits. I, I I want to focus in on my my finalists. Like, I'm done taking visits. I think I've seen everything that I need to see. And, uh, you know, now looking back, it's like, well, it's because of that environment, because of that day. And it is interesting, though, because Tennessee lost that game. But um, still, um, you know, just being able to uh, kind of close the door there. So good stuff there from George McIntyre. Again, he's Tennessee's 2025 quarterback commit. And that audio is courtesy of Josh and Swain. Hey, when we come back, I want to play a a clip from Charles Power, the director of On3 Recruiting and Scouting on George McIntyre. Before we get into Dane Davis, my interview with Tennessee's offensive lineman, it's coming up next when we return here on Locked on Balls. All right, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, not just sports, but music, comedy, theater events near you. And right now, all users can get 100 off when uh, they buy a big game ticket with the code Vegas100. That is Vegas100. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Last-minute tickets. It's for the procrastinators, like maybe you and me. You can buy those Game Time. You can buy those tickets at the Game Time app even an hour after the event starts. Sporting event, comedy, theater, whatever the case is. Um, you can buy those tickets even after the event has started. Uh, flash deals as well, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection as well. Uh, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users can get $100 off a big game tickets um, with uh, the code Vegas100. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. Uh, put in the uh, promo code Vegas100, V E G A S 100 for $100 off a big game ticket, or if you're not going to the game, use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guarantee. All right, everybody, welcome back into your Friday edition of Locked On Vols. We're rocking and rolling here for a, a Friday show. Thank you so much for making Locked On Vols your first listen every single day again i'm going to get out of the way let's let other people talk this was uh, i believe on monday maybe tuesday's show i guess it's probably tuesday because george mcintyre uh committed on monday but this is on josh and swain as well on three director of recruiting and scouting charles power um on george mcintyre and what tennessee's getting in the quarterback here's that uh, audio clip right here from josh and swain yeah i i think george mcintyre has a lot of just translatable skills at, at quarterback. I think this is a guy who, when you look at uh, his athleticism, his ability to win from the pocket outside of structure, um, his natural mechanics, just overall coordination, it just bodes really well um, when, when you're projecting for the position. Uh, he's a guy who I've seen in person 
twice. I've been to two of his games the last two years. Um, and uh, I, I think he just has a lot of just playmaking ability and, and natural skills that, that, that we tend to like, you know, he's over six foot five. Um, I, th- I think for a taller quarterback has a really tight release, accurate, can throw to all levels of the field. You know, we, we all know his background as a basketball player. Uh, and, and I think that that athleticism and just spatial awareness transfers really well to, to playing quarterback. And, you know, I, I think George had had a good junior year. I, I, a lot was made about Brentwood Academy season. They play a tough schedule. They had trouble blocking up front. But but he really carried his team and, and they were in tight games because of him. Um, I, I think he put up pretty good raw stats and, and kind of he was just just dragging the team, essentially. Um, so. You know, I, and I think that experience will, will will help him long term. Like he had to make a lot of plays under duress, played against pressure. That's something we see from a lot of top quarterbacks that they really are like there at, at a powerhouse program or not don't see a lot of pressure. And I think he he experienced that. And I think it's going to be beneficial for his development. Um, so, um, you know, like a lot like what, what he brings to the table. And I love that. I personally love the basketball background. That's something that we've seen um, kind of transfer over with with these top quarterbacks. Uh, especially you look at like a lot of these NFL quarterbacks. These are guys who were high level basketball players. You think of like a CJ Stroud um, was a spot up shooter in basketball, like in this upcoming draft, Drake may um, was like that. And I think George actually bears a little bit of resemblance to Drake may um, a little bit kind of from scouting both of those guys, um, you know, at, at, at the high school level um, there, there's, there's some similarities there. Now George is going to have to continue filling out, getting stronger. Um, but man, I think when you look at what Tennessee's doing at quarterback, you know, with, with Nico, Jake Merklinger and, and now George McIntyre in that class. Like that's a really strong, you know, kind of triumvirate of, of quarterbacks to bring into your room. And, um, you know, I, I think he's a good fit for the offense as well. So, um, you know, I think if you're a Tennessee fan to be ecstatic today, and this was a, you know, this was a high profile recruiting battle. I think he, you know, he was a, one of, if not the most hotly, you know, sought after quarterbacks in the 25 cycle. It was like a really good year at quarterback in 2025. Um, I think it was at this point, much stronger uh, than, than the 2024 cycle nationally. So to go in and get, um, you know, the the top quarterback uh, in the state, one of the top quarterbacks in the country is is a huge get for Josh Heupel. Again, that's Charles Power. He is the director of recruiting and scouting over at the On3 Network. Of course, I'm at VolQuest.com. We're an affiliate of the On3 Network, so some really good stuff there. And, and he's talking about, again, basketball and how um, he's going to help, you know, the, translate uh, to the football field and how he's just an athlete and talking about how CJ Stroud was a standout basketball player and uh, how he kind of uses, you know, what he did on the hardwood on the gridiron now and uh, talking about that quarterback class. Now, George McIntyre, and of course, anywhere you look, you know, regardless of what service you use, recruiting service, I mean, George McIntyre is a five, he's, he's a four star right now, but those will expand as the cycle goes on and he'll be a unanimous five star and he's a top 20 player anywhere you look. I mean, he's, he's a really good player. Um, in a much better quarterback class in 25 than that of 24. And so uh, some good stuff there from Charles Power uh, on George McIntyre, Tennessee's 2025 quarterback commit and and what he's going to do, what he's going to bring to Tennessee and the the uh, quarterback um, success that Josh Heupel's had here at Tennessee so far. All right, again, I'm going to get out of the way. We're going to get to my interview with Dane Davis. That is coming up next right here on Lockdown Vols. But before that, I do want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL regular season, it's done. Championship weekend. It is upon us, and there's no better time to put some coin in your pocket than right now over to FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets 
win or lose. The app is so easy to use. It is safe and secure, and uh, you can use it in so many different ways, such as live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find those popular parlays, um, prop bets, who we talk about you know, on here a, a lot of the times, totals, the traditional spreads, all that and more um, over for the NFC and AFC championship games this weekend at FanDuel Sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com today slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. It's 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, a $5 bet. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, it's America's number one sportsbook. A very special guest joining us here on Locked On Vols, Tennessee offensive lineman Dane Davis. He is at Big Dane underscore Davis on Twitter. He's number 66 on the field. Dane, what's up, man? How are we? Hey, doing well. Wanted to bring you on here. Obviously, you made your formal announcement that you're coming back. Um, I guess this would be super senior, right? You're number six? Yeah, and you're number six, old man. <laughs> yeah, old man. Well, hey, uh, might, might as well stay if you're allowed to because <laughs> most of, I, I guess, next year will be the last year, and then it's gone forever, this whole COVID thing. But nonetheless, yeah. um, kind of walk us through that process, man. I mean, we you know, we, we, we kind of knew that you were going to stay, but still I know that you had a decision to make. But how much, I mean, was it was it a long process for you or was it pretty much you were going to come back the entire time? Man, no, it wasn't. And um you know, growing up a fan, I kind of put that in my coming back announcement, you know, um, growing up a fan, always wanted to play here. Um, having had the experiences I have, you know, last five years being here, it wasn't much of a um, conversation really, but, um, you know, Coach Ellaby just kind of um, reinstilling that in me and, you know, letting me know that he really wanted me back and, um, you know, showed me that I could – um, have an impact on this team. So, um, you know, not much of a, not much of a conversation at all. So I'm um, just really excited to be able to come back, play for this team, wear the tee every Saturday and represent it the best I can. I'm not saying that yours and, and Ollie Lane situations were the same, because if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think they, they asked him to come back and he came back, but I mean, kind of, you know, six year, you're not local, local, but East Tennessee guy. Um, and, and what would you guys have done, you know, without, you know, Ollie Lane this year, he played a huge role. And so yeah. um, I, I think that's pretty unique and, and potentially you could be playing a huge role as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Ollie, man, uh, guy was really a help to the line this year. Um, you know, like you said, what would we have done without him? You never know. Um, possibilities are endless. But um, Ollie, man, shout out to him, really put his head down, you know, didn't listen to the outside noise and had a really great year for us. So I'm super excited for that guy and um, really look forward to his future. Um you know, I uh, really love him. Best friends with that guy. So um, shout out to him. Yeah, this is your interview, but isn't he going to be like a doctor or something? Um, no, I think he's wanting to get into pharmaceutical sales or something. And then um, so he he went through the same master's program I'm in. So I'm doing human resources right now. And for my master's degree, I'll be done with that this coming fall. So um, he did that. And I think he's going to apply for some HR management roles. So, um, Well, both you guys will be making more money than me in a couple of years. So congratulations <laughs> on that. Um Look at you and your career, man. I mean, you came in here, you, 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 but you play tackle. Um, I think you can play guard. I'm sure you've read that in practice. You slid down, you know, the injury to Cooper Mays, and it felt like in preseason camp, um, you know, from the outside. Again, I'm not in there, an individual and team like you guys are, but it felt like you're just trying something at center, right, and, and, and trying this and trying that. And ultimately, it was 
all right, Ollie Dane, you know, get, get, get down there and, and snap the football and let's roll, you know, seven, seven days out from, from opening day, essentially for you. I know Ollie had snapped a little bit. I don't think you've ever played center before. How was that process kind of snapping the football and actually playing center for uh, a meaningful snaps in football games? Yeah, it was a whirlwind for sure. Um, so the last time, so in middle school, um, I actually played center all three years. So sixth, seventh and eighth grade, I know that's no relevance to what college football is, but yeah. I had played it a little bit before. So, you know, just fundamentally knowing how to snap the ball was at least there. Mm-hmm. Um, the offense, as fast as it goes, you know, is hard to get a hold of at center. Um, other positions for me at tackle didn't take very long to get a hold of, but getting a hold of that at, uh, center, being able to see the defense, you know, I have to read that at tackle as well, knowing the defense, um, seeing pre-snap adjustments, stuff like that. But at center, you're really relied on by everybody on the line, um, quarterback, running back involved too, um, you know, pointing the mic, calling all of our protections and stuff. So um, that didn't take too long to get a hold of, but it's much harder to do at center than it is at tackle. Um, just having all those guys rely on you. And like I said, it was a whirlwind, you know, the last scrimmage in fall camp and we're out there and he's like, uh, you know, have you ever uh, played any center? And um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I have, you know, I can snap the ball. And uh, we spent probably an hour after one practice there before the last scrimmage, you know, just him just watching me snap to to Joe and stuff and was calling out different plays. And I was like, man, you know, snaps were going everywhere. And I was like, uh, I don't know, you know, and, uh, but no, I uh, stayed after probably, a week, week and a half straight after all of our practices and meetings there leading up to Virginia and just really harping in on that because he knew that, you know, he had told me we had a meeting or so, you know, about, um, you know, you probably have to take some center snaps. So, um, you know, just really lock into that. So I uh, made sure I was sharp to go on that for Virginia and um, had a really good game at center. Love playing it. Um, center's a really fun position to to be at. You're entrusted with a lot and you have to be a smart player to be there. So, um, you know, obviously seeing this, Cooper is really good at that position. Um, you know, people can just automatically assume that he's that because he is um, super smart. Um, so, yeah, playing that position is fun for me. I love playing it. Um, like you said, played everywhere on the line. I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago, and there was a practice this year. I played literally all five positions. You know, towards the end of the year, we were just very thin with guys and um, players on scout team and stuff. So, um, it was you know, it was all five across the board by the end of the day. So. Uh, it's pretty crazy, but you know, um, I've kind of you know instilled myself to be that that versatile player on the line. You know, plug and play anywhere when whenever we need it. So I feel like that's been a big help for the line, and I love doing it. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Um, every you look at NFL rosters, and typically, you know, they'll, they'll carry six, maybe seven offensive linemen. But like that sixth guy, you got you to be a swing guy. You got you got to be able to snap the yeah. ball. You know, play both guards, or you know, flip. You know, snap the ball, play both tackles. And you have stepped in, and I, I I had your stats the other day. I think you played in like 38 career games, five or six starts. But you've made starts against Alabama, against Vanderbilt, against Iowa, obviously in the Citrus Bowl. You played a whole lot of football. Um, and, you know, you, you could be a starting tackle this year. You might be a starting guard this year. But what a weapon it is to have, kind of like Jerome Carvin, kind of like Ollie, where you never really know where you might be needed just depending on week to week to week. I, I feel like that's something you can take pride in, right? Yeah, I mean, it certainly is, um, you know, but I'm not shooting to be a backup here. You know, my oh, goal yeah. is to, to, to be a starter here. And, um, you know, I've put in a ton of work over the last five years to be that. So um, always shooting for that. That's the goal. If that wasn't the goal, I don't know what I'd be doing here. But, um, um, you know, just always working my tail off and push comes to shove and I'm needed somewhere else. That's where I'm going to go play to help this team. So, um, you know, just we always talk about dropping the ego in the room and um, wherever you're, 
needed to play, that's where you're going to play. So, um, you know, that's really that's the standard here, and that's what I'm going to follow here. So, um, you know, like you said, just plug and play, man, and um, being versatile is really key at the next level. So, um, yeah, just heart myself on that. How much fun was that Citrus Bowl? Um, understand you you won 35 nothing. I get that. But it, it was really kind of a glimpse of what the 2024 team was going to be. Nico at quarterback, uh, Dylan Sampson, you know, Cam Seldon back there at running back, and some guys on defense weren't playing. And, you know, Ricky Gibson stepping up and, and playing cornerback and so on and so forth. Um, did you guys kind of treat that as – I mean, you wanted the guys who were playing who were seniors, you wanted them to have a nice send-off. But were you guys kind of viewing that as like, hey – uh, this is us next year. Let's 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 see what it looks like. Yeah, for sure. Nico had a great game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, leading up this year, always seeing the potential he had and stuff, and um, really happy for him. You know that he gets his career started off like that. Um, like you said, super fun week um, being down there in Orlando and um, just hanging out with the team. Really, bowl experiences are unique because you're with the team for a whole week. Um, you know, you're with the whole team. You'd think for a week here in Knoxville, but it's really just practice. You come back in the afternoons for meetings. I'm really just get to sit down, do some fun stuff during the week with those guys, practice, um, just really hang out and have a, have a good time during the week. And then, you know, you're still locked in on the game because that's what you're there for. But um, so um, bowl games are unique and they're fun. Um, it's always been great experiences, some of the best memories I have. And then, um, but, you know, back to what we were talking about with, with those guys, um, you know, there's really no drop off and that's what makes this lead up to next year so exciting. So uh, both sides of the ball, you know, Nico, I'm going to be a good player, man. I'm really looking forward to his future. Um, those guys in the backfield, DeSamp, he's really a big leader on the team this year. Um, so being in leadership council with him, that's um, really looking into to what he thinks and, you know, how he thinks as a player and helping him with what I know. So, um, and then, like you said, um, Ricky Gibson, those guys, John Slaughter, Jordan Matthews, you know, all those guys. Boo Carter is going to be a really good player. He really shined in bowl prep. So, um think those guys are certainly some ones to look after um another one that popped out in my mind uh mike mike matthews in uh in a bowl prep was yeah. really shining man can jump out of the roof for sure yeah heard, heard about boo heard about mike matthews like you know, doing some scout team sure but also you know get, getting some reps in there and team and, and make some plays so it's like oh yeah, for sure. um that offensive line man i will get you out the door here in a second that offensive line i mean again you you got John Campbell, you got Javante Spragans, you got Coop, you got you, you got Jackson Lampley, you add Lance Hurd, um, you got some of these young guys who are who've been a part of the room now for two, three years. Um, yeah, how good can this unit be, man? I know y'all are just trying to take it day by day, but the, for the past three years, you guys have paved the way for twenty five hundred rushing yards, and I think that's such an incredible stat. And you played a lot of snaps in that process, man. And I know you guys are aiming to do that again, obviously. But how good do you guys think is a group you can be? Man, the sky's the limit, and, um, you know, we got a sign made two years ago, 21 season, about Joe Moore Ward, and it's still in the room, you know, and that's what we shoot for every year. We've been semifinalists the last two years and just haven't quite grasped that near the end of the year, and I think that's what we're really looking forward to, you know, just another opportunity at that as a group. Um, like I said, super jailed room, no differences in that room. Um, we're all for each other. Um, you know, you mentioned all the guys, John. Jackson, Coop, Sprags, me, you add Lance into the picture. Um, you got still got Andre coming back. So, mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of the new guys and a lot of the guys that have been there a couple of years, you know, Larry Johnson's going to be a good player. Um, you got Masai, you have, you have Vison, you have all those guys. And then you have the, the new kids, Gage Ginther, Max Anderson, those guys are going to be good players. So, um, Jesse Perry, 
they're all going to be good. Um, I'll have a lot of potential. So um, sky's the limit for this room. Really excited to see what we can do this offseason and uh, get into it in 2024. It's a long offseason. You guys are now back starting classes and kind of get back in the workouts. And before you know it, spring practice will be here and, you know, continue workouts and then summer and all that. But, hey, coming up later in the summer, it's a lot of time now. And we'll bring you back on the show to kind of uh, promote this. But you've been doing a camp each of the past couple of years and um, up there in the Tri-Cities, up there in Bluff City. And um, it's something you've uh, enjoyed and had, had really good turnout here the, lot, the first two years, right? Yeah, man, it's actually been crazy. Um so the last two years, you know, starting out the first year, I didn't really know how much buy-in there was going to be. And I really didn't want numbers. I just wanted to see, you know, how many kids would actually enjoy this. And my th whole thought behind it was to bring an experience to kids, you know, that might be less fortunate, might not be able to make it to games in Knoxville, but still watch every game. Huge UT mm -hmm. fans. There's a ton of them. Like I said, myself, I would have loved for something to happened like that when I was a kid, you know, I would have been all for it, begging my parents to come to it. So I'm um, just trying to share my experience, you know, how blessed I am to be on this team, be able to play for UT, um, rep the team, man, and be with these guys beside me and all this talent. Um, so just try to bring those guys back and um, give the kids in my hometown, Bluff City, Upper Northeast Tennessee, an experience to, uh, you know, hopefully make an impact and memory in their life. Um, so, yeah, um, Last year has been great. We had about 60 kids the first year, had over 130 this last year. Wow. So that was super to be out there and uh, had a lot of sponsors buy in this year, too. So um, that's great to see everybody want to want a piece of it, man. And um, it's just been really, really cool to see that come along. And I think uh, what we're shooting for this summer is probably going to be July 15th. So um, that'll be there at Sullivan East at my alma mater. They've been I've been really blessed for them to be able to, you know, um, hand over the field to me for a weekend and let me use their facilities and stuff. So uh, shout out to them. My, my alma mater, Sullivan East Patriots, baby. <laughs> and I got to feel like that is that's got to be like one of the, the coolest things about name, image and likeness, right? Because you couldn't really do this until you were done, you know, before and now. You know, Ollie's done a camp here at Gibbs, and I mean, there's been a lot of camps around here, but you're doing one. I, I think that's really one of the coolest things about this this crazy period we're in of college football. You guys can go out and do stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, been fun to be able to do that, man. And I'm not in it for the dollar or anything, yeah. man. Like I said, I'm in it for the experience for these kids. Um, you know, I've been blessed for a lot of people to be pouring into me in my life to be able to get me to a position I am. And I just like to, you know, like I said, make a memory, make an impact on these kids in the Tri-Cities, give them something to, to look forward to in the summer, man. And um, I hope that's what my camp does. Well, Dane, you got a lot of fans out there, man. You know I'm a fan of your work, and I'm uh, I've been rooting for you for years. I'm excited to see you know what's in store for you and everybody else, you know, this upcoming football season. But uh, we'll have to get you back on the podcast, get you promoting that camp later on. But um, congratulations on uh, coming back and playing one more year here at Tennessee, and I know you're going to be excited about it. Man, I appreciate it, Eric. You're always the best. Always been good to me, man. Um, appreciate you, and we'll definitely get back on soon. So, go balls. Fantastic stuff there from Tennessee offensive lineman Dane Davis. Really appreciate him taking the time joining the show and uh, really intrigued to see how the offensive line you know kind of works out. We have a good idea. Jonathan Spragans officially you know announced yesterday that he was coming back, but uh, again, that's that's been common knowledge. A uh, UT spokesman actually uh, confirmed it to Rocky Top Insider earlier this week, but uh, over at VolQuest.com, if you're a member, you've known that Javante Spragans was coming back for about a month now. So. Um, anyway, you, you see that Mays, Spragans, Campbell on one side. Uh, looks like Lance Hurt at left tackle. Left guard's a question mark. But 
I think Dane Davis can maybe potentially slot inside and play guard, but if not, he's going to be the swing guy and obviously still be competing to be a starting tackle for this football team. But he's a guy that you want on your roster. He's a guy that you want on your team, and I think Tennessee's fortunate to have him back. So I uh, really, really do appreciate Dane Davis. Hopefully we'll have Dane Davis back on the show if you guys uh, enjoyed that interview. That's going to do it here for today's edition of Locked On Vols. It's been a fun week, guys. Appreciate you for being here and uh, staying with me while I was on vacation last week and looking forward to diving into Tennessee Vanderbilt basketball action on Monday's show and uh, everything else Tennessee football related. We'll continue to dive into these offseason topics and uh, couldn't do it without you guys. Thanks so much for making Locked On Balls your first listen each and every day. Everydayers, have a great weekend. Stay safe, and we will talk to you again on Monday, everybody. This is Locked On Balls.